Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Hey, you mentioned the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, the media shenanigans. They did the family feud thing that they yeah. do. They've also, and I know you're going to love this, and again, try not to crap on this, but I'll just give you the information and you can play with it as you like. The uh, Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl has got a mascot this year. It's like our Olympic mascot. What is it, right? No, nah, it's kind <laughs> of like you could argue a cross between uh, Yuppie, the old Expos mascot, All right. and uh, a little bit of the fanatic. He is called Huddles. That's kind of adorable. Huddles. See? Rise there you cuddles. go. Way to play ball, okay. Robbie. See, I'm okay. I'm not impossible. Way to be a team player. It's Radio 92.9 The Game. It is adorable. Huddles. I just want to cuddle with right. Huddles now. Cuddle with Huddles. Huddles, the, he's green, by the way, and uh, in color. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's a cuddly mascot. He's been all part of the, the week of shenanigans leading up to it. They had the... Uh, High State Buckeyes banquet. They did a little family feud between the two teams, which is a lot of fun. You know, I told you, I was telling Rob this story earlier. I used to host that. I did that for like, I think I hosted it twice. Yeah. And then one year, I, I they just assumed I was going to do it, and Van Halen got back together, and they played in Vegas. <laughs> so you bailed on the gig. And unbeknownst to my bosses at the other radio station I worked at at the time, who, of course, promised that I would be emceeing this thing, unbeknownst to them that I was going to be in Las Vegas because Van Halen had gotten back together. For the original lineup for the first time in like 20 years. So I wasn't going to miss that. So I was in Las Vegas, and I've never been, needless to say, I've never been invited back to host the family feud for the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. Was that back when uh, Georgia played Virginia seemingly every freaking year in the Peach Bowl? <laughs> right. Back when Randy Michael was there. One of those games, was it 98 or 99? It was one of the best Peach Bowls ever. It was, Before yeah. it became obviously part of the semifinals yeah, and playoffs. Yeah, certainly. Those Georgia-Virginia games are actually pretty competitive. It seemed right. like they played in like five or six times. Good pull. You're right about that. Absolutely, sir. All right, top three at six. It's time for the top three at six. Top three at six. Now let's see what we have here. Well, both teams in town for the Peach Bowl Saturday night. Georgia, six-and-a-half-point favorite. Here's the debate. I, I want to get more into this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Is Ryan Day, everybody just automatically assumes Ryan Day is an inferior coach to Kirby Smart. And Kirby Smart's pretty amazing. But well, Ryan Day, does he get crapped on too much? Let's break it down. 
Uh, Kirby's had the same haircut since he was five. He really has. Yes, yes, and, he has. And, and Ryan Day uses Grecian formula on that yeah, goatee. The, the, the Grecian formula. As Nick Pakai would say, advantage Georgia. What's the other hair stuff? <laughs> Dippity do. Remember just that? For just, men. Just, just for something other else. Yeah. Some, some sort of emollient to them. Slick <laughs> your, your hair back. Emollient. <laughs> no, I mean, look, Georgia is now a machine built in the mold of Alabama. And then Alabama stumbled this year in a year they were supposed to have the high ground with more upperclassmen. Yeah. And then Georgia leapfrogs them. And now Kirby's got the juice. Now, no, I, I don't want Alabama fans, well, you don't freak out. Knock yourselves out. But Alabama's not going anywhere. They're going to be back. There is some talk about Bill O'Brien perhaps returning to the NFL. Mm-hmm. But uh, the, the Alabama team's got recruits. The, uh, the interesting story this offseason, at least this, this in-season so far, FSU is number one in transfer portal as far as star ratings. See what that what you mean, importing right guys from transfer Exactly. Portal. The best of the best. So Norvell's got that cooking, and maybe Georgia Tech will do likewise. And you know, Do you like Norvell down there? He's growing on me. He's growing in-game on Game management's getting better. There's, he still does. He gets too cute in the red zone. Yeah. Could have lost to LSU in that kickoff classic down in New Orleans because he's, like, he's doing sweeps and stuff, toss sweeps at the one-yard line. How many times do we see coaches – Outsmart themselves. They do try to get too cute. Arthur's, Arthur Smith's done you know, that a few times as well. It's funny because the red zone, you could call it the dummy zone. Because you go down the field, you do a 75-yard drive, and you get inside the five, and then you start to – and now we're going to do a double reverse, and he's going to flip a bowling pin. I, I just, you're right. It makes no one of, sense. One of my favorite uh, college headlines – I can't remember who it was or what game it was, but the uh, headline was because of some coach's stupid move. Third and dumb is what they called yes. the play. I don't remember who it right? was, though. No, I mean, Look that was, up and get back to me. Guys. Was it third? Who was the old uh, squid? The old Georgia defensive coordinator went to Florida. Third and Pruitt? oh, uh, <laughs> 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 I had it right on the tip of my tongue. It wasn't Jerry uh, Pruitt, was it? No, 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 no. We'll get it. No, we'll get it's, it's Grantham. Oh, it's Larry oh, Grantham. Third and not Larry Grantham. Grantham, but it's Todd Grantham. Grantham. Third and Grantham. Remember, uh, Grantham. <laughs> there was a certain uh, uh, media uh, member who used to call him Larry Grantham, so I always call right. him Larry. Uh, but third and Grantham. Third and Grantham. And I think he's worked at every Power Five school. Right. He, he just keeps him getting Cheney. jobs. Him and yes. Cheney. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Yo, balls. There you go. But now this this one, and we've talked about you know, what is what does Ohio State do that they didn't do well again? Just first off, show up. Okay, you played about a quarter of football against your arch rival in your biggest game of the year in your house, and now you've lost two in a row to Harbaugh, and you've turned Harbaugh into a thing. You've turned Harbaugh. Yeah. He was this close to getting fired up in in, in our Ann Arbor, mm-hmm. and now he's got your now looks like Harbaugh's got your number. And his team, you could argue that you had the better quarterback, you had the better running back because of the injuries in Michigan, and, and you had better wide receivers, and they beat your brains in in your building. So what what do you do in the month? Or maybe you just, as some Georgia fans say, Ohio State won by default because USC couldn't handle their water. Yep. And so here we are. There you go. And Ohio State doesn't deserve to be here, and they will get beat by three touchdowns by Georgia. I, I, don't, I think maybe 17 points. I've, Ohio State – can Ohio State beat Georgia? Oh, absolutely they can. But you and I, I and know that's I've, Georgia shooting themselves in right. the foot constantly. And I've used the phrase, which I think we, we do at times in the business, is the, the prisoner of the moment. Mm-hmm. But it's hard not to go back and look at that. I've got it, I kept it on the DVR, and it's like, man, CJ Stroud looked terrible in that second half. Pressure, pressure. Pressure, pressure. You know, and if Georgia gets off to an early lead, I mean, the the, the biggest concern is is that Stetson does and he's like, he's, his resume speaks for itself, but just don't do something stupid with the football. And he hasn't in big games. He Correct. hasn't. Zero interceptions in the big games I mentioned, the uh, Tennessee, right. Oregon, uh, LSU, mm. South Carolina. Zero interceptions. Though. And played great in the championship game last right. year. 
right? The national championship. And, and this is one of those things which I used to argue in the offseason with people that still want, and they still want to see Vandergriff, and they still want to see the next guy, the Gunner Stocktons. And you're going to see him. Maybe you're going to see him. Yeah. Like it's Kirby. You're going to see Carson Beck next year, newsflash. Yep. But this guy gets the fumble. Remember, it looks like a forward pass. They rule mm-hmm. it a fumble. The worst moment in his career. Right. What do they do? Munkin has the confidence to go back to the vertical passing game in the next series because they believed in him, and the guy yep. delivered. Well, he's proven himself, though. And even the Georgia coaches did everything they could to discourage mm-hmm. him. They put him on the scout team. But what happened on the scout team? He was giving the defense better looks than that opponent that he was duplicating. Right. A Baker Mayfield. Mimicking, yeah. Right. Yep. Before the Rose Bowl. You're right yep. about that. So it's one of the great stories. Hopefully it, it, it finishes up again with a natty. And then Georgia fans, I mean, this is – but this is why Kirby was paid all that money and why they've given him a raise, Rob. He's checked all the boxes, recruiting, facilities, Absolutely. everything. The Kirby copter. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that you've got – Everybody now rolling in, and now next year, I think the only thing Georgia fans want, and who cares about the Heisman? Who cares? Yeah. You, you got to have you what you got to have that guy. Who cares? I just want to win. Hasn't that award lost so much of its luster? You don't get. You know how I feel about awards. Yeah. I mean, this year, I mean, maybe Jefferson gets a sniff at wide receiver from mm. Minnesota, but you know, it's, you got to be a quarterback to win this thing. I mean, I cover sports for a living, and I'm decent at it. I can't tell you who the last five Heisman Trophy right. winners were. I used to be able to, and it had more luster. Now, I just, it's just. It just kind of bleeds into the landscape. Yeah. It's so subjective. I say it all the time. Guy could be on a team that won seven games. He's never getting to New York. you got to be in one of those elite teams in the top 15. Uh, Colts uh, Colts and Chargers last night. Chargers have now qualified for the <sighs> Man, playoffs. That was tough last night. Oof. Matt Ryan, a healthy scratch. Have we seen the last of number two? got to be honest. I can't imagine him playing football next year. I can't either. And it just it was, and we had such high hopes. I don't, unless you're a real hater, didn't you want to see the guy make the playoff run and maybe go out like Montana did? Maybe mm. you know, he might not win at all, but at least yeah. Montana took the Chiefs you know, to the proved, AFC yeah. Championship. Prove that yeah. you still got something in the tank. Nothing at all worked. And then look, they sat him, and then uh, you know Frank Wright gets fired. Saturday brings him back, only to shut him down. He's yeah. done. Only to shut him down. He's got to be done. And plus, mm. he is so beaten up now. He has to be thinking about fact. Um, I'm going to be alive for 35, 40 years, like Tua. Right? Is it worth it? He's got all the money in the world now, and I hear he has a extensive business ventures all over the place, and he's done very, very well for himself in that right. regard off the field. No, I mean, you think that maybe – I mean, did you really think Matt was going to be up in Indy for two years? I thought maybe, but judging from what I've seen this year, he's done. He is done. In the games where they lost, he looked like – again, he thought he was going to a better place where he mm-hmm. actually had an offensive line. He's going to be upright, have a pocket. And a running throw. game. Right. Yeah, neither young Jonathan receivers. Jonathan Taylor didn't really no. do – I mean, he was banged no. up. But, no, and if you watch the games, to your point, he looked ter- – in the games, he just looked washed up. Yep. And that's another thing. I keep hearing Tom Brady wants to play another year. Yep. Tom Brady looks washed up. And I think he can barely some, make those throws. Right. And some grumblings out there, Gronk wants to come back because Gronk's bored. Well, Gronk, if, had Gronk maybe showed up maybe by, I don't know, Halloween, they might be in first place might by be, five yep. or six games. That Gronk, to me, was always the missing component in that offense, especially in the red zone. But mm-hmm. watching Brady – it's, I'm sorry, you can take all the TB12 nutrition you want. You're throwing behind Godwin and Evans. He's <laughs> yeah. got – Squidbill, you see that stat? Tom Brady's got six interceptions when targeting Mike Evans this season. He just doesn't pass the eye test. Well, you know, look, we've always said, though, the offensive line they've had has been in shambles. They, they, they're, they're constant. Two, what's your two centers, right? Well, they – Werfs has been hurt at times. Uh, Donovan Smith's been hurt at times. They just had another guard go out or whatever. Uh, they've been all over the place. And Brady is a guy who needs to set his feet, step into his throws, and up in a pocket. If he doesn't have that, he's off. That's why I think his clock is all screwed up. 
He's short-arming balls. He's forcing passes. He's pressing as more than he's ever pressed in his career. Hmm. And their defense is still pretty good. They still have one of the best linebacking cores. They've got a decent front. Now, they're missing Shaq Barrett because he went out, I think, with Achilles or whatever. But they're still pretty good defensively. You look at the way they're playing. Right. But, yeah, he's off, and, and it's not right. And I think it all starts up front for them. And I do think had to, I think Scrib makes a great point because remember they had all those injuries at the center you just talked about. If Gronk is out there, Gronk is kind of like that. There's the nonverbal communication. How many times in the red zone in the seam, especially right. the year they won the Super Bowl, when they came back on the Rams, they nearly, you know, they nearly did that thanks to Gronk. One more note of the NFL, J.J. Watt. Falcon fans, you're going to see him on New Year's Day. I'm going. I got the tickets. I'll be there. I'll get my perfect attendance. But J.J. Watt announced today out in Phoenix that this is going to be his final season. He said he's going to shut it down. And I remember I brought this up earlier, the conversation I had with Randy McMichael about J.J. Watt. He said, I think he shortened his career career because every year, the first day after the season ended, he's working out as hard as he ever did. He never took enough time to let his body heal. Three weeks, a month, or something like that. And you got that's when you recuperate is when you're resting. I mean, the, the best – rehab or medicine you can have is sleep and rest. Right, but he's a gym rat. He's yeah. always been that guy. Yeah. Upper body strength has been unbelievable. That's part of his leverage. I mean, the dude's a total package, just like his brother's doing. Meanwhile, two of the big story in the NFL, they need a win to get in the playoffs. Maybe mm-hmm. need two. And a lot of folks are saying, how, and these are veterans. Your former NFL, it's not like a bunch of doctors and doctors are saying it too, but former NFL players are on record saying, Two has got to shut it down. And if not, the NFL and the Dolphins have got to shut him down. But how do you shut him down when you're on the verge of going to your, you know, a playoff run? I, I got to tell you, if, if, if that was my kid, two was my kid, mm. seeing this, I'm shutting his ass down. I am doing it. I say, you ain't playing. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. You're, you're, your health is far more important than this NFL season. We were, it is. We were talking a lot about the NFL, and the, the, they're coming under scrutiny again because they gave you this big speech about how they're going to have monitors and guys, trainers going to be trained yeah, to look for the contact. Whatever. And apparently, like I said, you've got to apparently stagger off the field like a drunken sailor, and that's the only way. And apparently the guys watching the video don't see Tua hit his head on the ground mm-hmm. against the Packers. Mike McDaniel asked about it yesterday, says he wasn't sure how it happened when he got in the concussion protocol. No one recognized anything with regard to any sort of hit. He's the most scrutinized quarterback in the NFL because of the concussion protocol. But what did he say? Now, I like that coach because he's such a different dude, like, you know, right. the stoner type. He's such, a, yeah, he's such a different type dude. But what did he say after that blatant concussion on that? Was it, that was a Monday night game, right? Right. Didn't he kind of uh, discount the importance? Say, we, we didn't really notice anything or something like that. I, hmm. I don't know. It just Either way, the, the, you put these protocols in place. And like, Rob and I said it earlier. We all know this. If this was your team and this was your star quarterback and you got a chance to go to playoffs as a fan, you're going, eh, I really need you out there, tough guy. But the NFL has created this stuff. If you're going to talk that talk, then see it through. That means you're shutting to a tongue of my lower down. What is our most important story of the day, Mike Bell? It's Wes. Is Wes coming? It's Wes. Come on, Rob, say it with me. Drewham. That'll be brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Fair cash offers. For as-is homes, don't waste your time with repairs. Call 678-902-2000, West Durham. Most important story of the day brought to you by MaximumCashHomeBuyers.com. Let's go out to West Durham, Wes. Good evening, sir. What's up? So What's what, happening? What is the bowl game you're doing up there in New York? Uh, pinstripe game on Thursday afternoon between Syracuse and Minnesota. Isn't that a weird uh, dimension? I know when MLS games are played up there, they kind of have to narrow the field. Isn't that a case where if you uh, if you two steps out of bounds, you're slamming into a wall? <laughs> it's 
it's not quite that bad here. Actually, the Yankee Yankee Stadium works out a uh, a lot better for the football configuration than say Fenway or I did a game one time in Seattle at Safeco Park. I've done a game at Pac Bell or whatever it's called now in San Francisco. So nice. I think it works a little bit better at Yankee Stadium because it's a, as they say, it's the big ballpark in the Bronx, right? Yeah, George, so Georgia Tech played out there at uh, San Francisco in that game. Was that the one you did? Georgia Tech played in Seattle and in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I've done. Uh, this will be my third baseball park to do a uh, to do a football bowl game I from. Mean, How's that? That's, Wes, if you want to go, that's quite a badge of honor, isn't it? It's nice. Now, if you want to go, like 1930s radio guy and the Minnesota, hey, the hey, Minnesota flag has just run right into Luke Eric's monument. Hey, Bell, I'm burying the lead on you today. What's that? I'm at 8th and 34th in a bar oh. having a cocktail with my bride while I do this hit. How's that? Outstanding, baby. That sounds great. At the Mecca, Madison New Square New York at Christmas. Outstanding. I'm going up there in February for a Rangers game, man. I just, I mean, there's nothing like it. There's nothing well, like it. You're, the Rangers are in town tonight. In fact, I think, uh, I think I just saw Mark Messier's jersey walk through this bar. So there <laughs> you go. There'll be that? a lot of them. Some of them look like a yeah. stuffed sausage in those. Hey, man, Wes, uh, we... <laughs> I was listening to you guys on the way back from the beach and, and the frustration in the red zone. It was palpable. I know Arch wanted to choke out Bill Vinovich. But uh, <laughs> the first thing we've been yeah. asking, we've been asking everybody, you see you seeing good things though with Ritter? You seeing things that are, are getting better each week? Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I thought he was, uh, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be a Galaxy better in start two than he was start one, but he was certainly more confident. Uh, I thought he played with a lot of poise. I thought he played giving his first start and where it was. I thought he played with some poise in New Orleans, to be honest with you. Right. But I thought, you know, there were still the frustrations. And, look, Desmond Ritter, Marcus Mariota, you know, anybody would be frustrated at what happened in the red zone. But, look, the growth plate is, is a different kind of map for him than it would be for somebody else who started the season, right? So, and, and we'll see what Sunday presents because now – you know, the Cardinals are a little – I mean, you watch that game Christmas night, I'm guessing. Right. Holy cow. I mean, they had Tampa beat. And, you know, Trace McSorley or Colt McCoy or <laughs> Jim Hart, I don't care who quarterback <laughs> the Cardinals. I mean, the bottom line is I want to know where they are confidence-wise because I, I think Atlanta still plays pretty hard. At least that's what it looked like on Sunday – or Saturday, rather, in Baltimore. Right. All right. I wonder if the Falcons should go a bit out of character this weekend, just sling the ball all over the yard just to see what Desmond Ritter has, and plus to give him more footage to study. True or false? What do you? Yeah, think? sure. I, I, no, I, I look. I think there's some there's some expansion that occurred last week, and I think you'll progressively get more this week. But you want to win the game. I mean, let's be honest. These two teams are combined to lose eleven straight. Oof. Um, you know, so you know you want to win the game. Bottom line, Robin. Here's the other thing too. You want to play, Mike? I saw what you retweeted today. I mean, that sack number is one that it's a stark contrast when you start looking at where Atlanta is, and they got to make some plays defensively too, right? Right. And that's part of this. And I think that you're going to see a combination of those things on Sunday as well. Yeah, it's just been as Wes Durham joins us right from the city there up in New York. It's uh, here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Wes, it's been like a most star-crossed season because, you know, you, you get to 4-4 four and four and all of a sudden, hey, you raise the bar of expectations. Your defense keeps you in games, but you can't score three touchdowns. And now, unfortunately, the run defense has really become a big issue for this team. Well, because people are loading it up. And you, by the way, who you played Sunday, that's one of the best run teams in the country. Exactly. Or one, right. one of the best run teams in the NFL. So, the fact you couldn't run it against the Ravens, there's no skin in that game lost, okay? I mean, nobody can run it against them. And, look, I think they're pretty good. I, they're going to be an interesting team. Now, Buffalo and Kansas City are clearly the queens of that league. 
But, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Baltimore can do if they can get eight back and healthy at quarterback because I thought they lost Devin DuVernay. I thought that was a big loss for them. But I love Andrews the tight end. I like likely the rookie at tight end. They've got some pieces, and they look like they ran the ball comfortably behind, you know, a pretty solid offensive line. But Atlanta's inability to run the ball Sunday did not faze me because nobody's really running on that crowd. You know, one of my uh, favorite phrases you use, the notion of uh... – Adversity can uh, kind of get in the get in the kid's kitchen. Well, well, Drake London fumbles for the second week in a row. Then he goes out and makes several wonderful catches. Right. Clearly, mm. nothing got in his kitchen. Well, no. The bottom line is he went and cut those damn sleeves off. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Rip I mean, off. Let's. Yeah. I mean, you know, look. It, you, you may want to try and stay warm, but you got to hold on to the rock. So, I, I definitely think that had something to do with it. And he's a talent, guys. I mean, there's no question about that. Um, you know, I think he's a guy who can make a lot of plays down the road for this football team. And the one thing I keep looking for is who's that guy that's going to go with him. Because, Mike, you know, this gets back to that bigger picture conversation you and Carl and I have sometimes about right. draft capital plus free agent money. Well, do we know we've got somebody else? Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and who, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, right. is it OZ? Is it somebody who's on the roster? Where, where's that next guy? And, to be honest with you, Rob, I'm, I think Drake's done fine. Now, there have been some missteps, obviously, with the fumbles. But on the whole, I think he's had the kind of year you'd like to see more touchdowns, but we'd all like to see more touchdowns. But from an ability standpoint, no question he's a guy who can be a number one in this league. Right. And you're seeing chemistry. You're seeing that chemistry now developing, which we didn't necessarily see consistently with Marcus Mariota. West Durham's sure. is calling a pinstripe bowl, guys, Thursday. Minnesota and with Syracuse. That's a pretty cool game, man. Uh, Wes. What... Yeah, Minnesota's, Minnesota's pretty rock solid on defense. So, right. well, I mean, and that got Muhammad Abraham, who's terrific at running back. And, you know, P.J. Flex always rowing roll, the boat for you, Phil. Got to stay rowing the boat. You know what? Boat. Before we got Norville, I kind of liked that guy. And I'd be curious to see when you talk to him what he's all about because, you know, he's, he certainly found his niche up there with uh, with Minnesota. Hey, this week you get, yeah. we get Arizona. Rob and I were doing the numbers. This could be a chance for Ritter. If Mike, if Arthur Smith chooses to, West to really air it out, the Cardinals' pass defense is really brutal. Yeah, and for my broadcast prep for Sunday, I've been going back and watching the uh, in-season hard knocks. Right. And uh, they lost Buda Baker last week, who I don't care what you say, that's the heart and soul of that defense. I mean, for Buda Baker to be put on the IR, they that's J.J. Watt's retiring, and it's I tell you what, it'll be special to have him in the building on Sunday on his second-to-last game, right? But uh, the thing about Buda Baker is that's a guy who is the absolute playmaker of that football team, and he's the heart of that defense. So, in some respects, I'll be interested to see what Atlanta is able to take on the table from the Cardinals come Sunday in the throw game for sure. Wes, I've been impressed by the job Steve Wilkes has uh, done up there in Carolina. If they win yeah. the final two games yeah. and win the division, is he the coach of the year? Coach of the year? Yeah, I don't know about all that now, Rob. <laughs> but he's he's the next coach of the Panthers. Um, look, I mean, Steve Wilkes is a Charlotte guy who played football for Jerry Moore at Appalachian State. David Tepper can't afford any more bad press in Charlotte. Right. I mean, in all right. honesty, David Tepper's got to, you know, right some wrongs a little bit with the community up there. So, in, in, my, in my estimation, that win Sunday against Detroit probably got him the job. But we'll wait and see. Um, 
you know, they re-signed Josh Norman to the practice squad, Bill. There's one of yeah. your favorites back in action again. So that's good. Yeah, Odell Beckham made him uh, made him famous, got him paid. Yeah, Wes, <laughs> yeah, no question. Wes is with us as we're talking about the Falcons kind of bouncing around college, too. The uh, the game coming up this week, it's only one chance to speak with Wes Drewham. You think Georgia is going to smoke Ohio State? Because I know we're all prisoner of the moment in that Michigan just absolute debacle at the horseshoe. Or do you think Ohio State's going to have something up their sleeve that's going to give them some trouble? Well, Ryan Day's teams are too good. They're too well-prepared in most cases. But, you know, the thing about Georgia is is that they're seemingly making plays on both sides of the ball, okay? And, you know, I told you guys a couple months ago, they were a generationally good defense a year ago with an offense that was emerging. Well, now they're pretty balanced on both sides. And, look, I I think it'll be hard for Ohio State to win the game, but I think it's going to be closer than people think. Um, I could be wrong. Stroud is a Stroud is a gifted guy, and depending on how the run game sets up for them, you know Smith and Jigba's not playing, but Marvin Harrison Jr. is a real deal now. I mean, but Georgia's got guys to take care of those guys, so it, it's going to be interesting to see how the dogs handle the moment. But good lord, I mean Mercedes Benz, this is their third trip in the building, right? So, um, you know, it's it's almost like they uh, may have to put something in Mayor Dinkins. Uh, you know, Fulton County tax bracket or something before the end is over. Let's move over to the flats. Uh, the Brent Key hire, I was all for that. There are some financial realities sure. at Georgia Tech that make things difficult. Your thoughts, transfer portal? I think they're Texas A&M East now, right? Yeah. Well, they've done that, and they've gotten the kid from uh, Minnesota who's a talented linebacker, Collins, who I think is a really good player for them. They'll miss him on Thursday in this bowl game, I can tell you that. Uh, Brent's the right guy, Rob, for a lot of reasons. The you know the financial thing aside, he understands the place, and right now they need somebody that understands the place. And I can't tell you how important and how impressed I am with the momentum in the fan base right now for a program that struggled like Georgia Tech has the last four years. I mean, the momentum that he created, and some of that goes to Jay Bat too. Jay's come in and done the right things as their new athletics director, but Brent does the right things too, and I think that matters. And so. I'm excited to see what happens. He's putting a good staff together, it looks like. And, you know, we'll see what transpires once they get to spring. But Chris Winkie, you know, kind of taking the co-offensive coordinator situation with Buster Faulkner when he's done with Georgia. You know, there's there's some positives there. And Georgia Tech and Jay, I think, understands from an administrative standpoint, you got to capitalize on those positives and get people to come back to experience football at Georgia Tech. Mm-hmm. That's the other scary thing is when Paul left, Rob, you know, attendance fell off and it fell off pretty quick and you got to be able to get people to come back and experience Georgia tech football in Midtown because as Mike knows, you know, in 08 and 09 and 10, 11, you know, it was rolling and it was fun to watch and fun to be part of to watch those games unfold down there. And unfortunately they lost some momentum pretty quick there. And I think that's part of the bigger picture too, with Brent's hire too. And again, I, maybe I'm just too, I don't know, sentimental about it. I just loved O'Leary. I love that staff. I mean, that was a hell of a staff. They were Super Bowl. Well, I'm going to tell you, key, key work for him for 20 years, Bell. So right. essentially you get no, you're getting O'Leary. Yeah. No, okay? I mean, he was down there with him at UCF. And the attitude. Except I mean, he's not from Long Island. He's not one of your boys <laughs> from the island. He's from Trussell, Alabama. Uh, you know, Wes, I mean, the closest you got to yeah. one of your boys tonight is me sitting at 34th right. and 8th having a, having a cat. No, but I mean, okay. for, those, for those who got our younger audience who missed out, I mean, O'Leary was a trip. Yeah. Know, we'll put some hats, Bell, yeah. hats on hats, Wes. Ralph, Ralph lost 10 pounds. Hey. Like Ball on bone football is what it was there, Mike. <laughs> the old joke, Rob, was, yeah, Ralph Friesian, he lost 10 pounds. It's like throwing a deck chair off the Titanic. Anyway, what? 
Really? Is that where we're going tonight? It is the holiday week for you, isn't it? No, but those those teams were tough. Now, they mean, remember those high-scoring games you got to call down against the Joe Hamilton Winky Battles? That was some great football. Yeah, no question. Hey, Rob, if you're good, Mike will tell you about his dad, who was a cop in New York. Oh, I've, shows I have heard all about it. It's, it's, we need some more of those stories, Mike. We need some of those for the kids who are home from college break. They haven't heard those in years. Go and ahead. He, and he does the dramatic pause where he mimics his dad yeah. smoking before no. he makes some <laughs> lucid point. Yes, back west in the old days of the garden before they did the refurbishment of it, it was very, very narrow behind the goal. Remember the time my dad just gave an elbow to a Flyers fan and kind of walked him into a fire extinguisher and he never dropped his cigarette? Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Hey, Wes, thank you, sir. Enjoy your cocktails and dinner and all the other stuff. Yeah, man, have a great time in the Big Apple. We'll be all watching Thursday, brother. All right. Thanks, man. Take care. Be well. Thanks, man. Wes up there in New York City. I love covering George O'Leary. I loved it. He was was actually very cool because I was there every day. And it's, again, not a knock on Paul because Paul had success and Paul did things and they went to bowl. They won the game. They won a lot of games. They beat that Iowa win in the Orange Bowl. It's just fans want a combination of they want success, but they also want to see their guys on Sunday in the NFL. We want to see Joe Hamilton do right. Des White yeah, I mean, in the end zone. I got to tell you, some of the best – that's why I was always disappointed that they made you – know, look, I get there's a tremendous heritage with Clemson, but to make Wake a natural rival, Florida State and Georgia Tech have played in some great games. And I got to be honest, there's a lot of Georgia Tech getting it on on Florida State. Block, block uh, field goals, goal line stands against Bobby Bowden. There's a lot of cool stuff there. All right, going to come back. Wrap it up and lead up to Hawks Pacers. Yes, we're going to do game winner. Game winner tonight is pretty simple. What did you get for Christmas that you liked the best? Rob and I both got age-appropriate pullovers. Yes, we did. Middle-aged man. Socks are exciting nowadays, my friend. 404-741-0929. I will hear from Squid and from Chris. What was the coolest thing that you're most happy about getting for Christmas or Hanukkah? Next. And the winner is... Time to take the game winner on Dukes and Bell. Your last chance to sound off on today's show. So don't stink. Call now, 404-741-0929. Today's question... All right, we got a short turnaround. We got Monday off, which was nice. So what did Santa bring you? What was your coolest Christmas gift? Again, got age-appropriate gear. Wife found me a Tommy Bahama Georgia pullover. Apparently snaked some old lady at the, uh, at the mall. Did she uh, do her like your dad did that guy? And, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think she She drove the lady to a fire extinguisher with an elbow. Bulldog her into a fire extinguisher? <laughs> yeah, man, but it's kind of nice. Got some cool swags. Wait, what, I never asked you, man. What Other than the, the awesome gift that uh, Uncle Mike got you for Christmas, he's wearing it, that Florida pullover. What's the coolest thing you got this time? Well, the coolest gift I probably got would be the deep freezer that I got. Oh. Uh, hey, now. Hey. Everyone knows that I have an obsession with buying meat on sale. The man hoards meat. So it is filled up my regular fridge freezer, and mm. um, we had an issue. So, um, so yeah, I got a, I got a deep freezer, and I've loaded it up with a few briskets, a few pork butts, some venison, mm. some tombstone pizzas, <laughs> whatever I can find to go in there. I need to get me one of those. Chris, how about you, brother? I know this is going to sound corny and sentimental, but my uh, father coming up this weekend for his uh, 60th birthday party, we're throwing him a bash. Everyone contributed. That's great. Why would this? Fun. You know how much we love our dads. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm robbed not as much as I love my dad, but we. <laughs> No, I mean, it's important to have your, your dad around for the holidays. Enjoy it, man. My dad was never around. So I'm Here we go. <laughs> no, I mean, you know. You... That's Robbie talking, by the way, not Rob. <laughs> Hate that guy. Robbie is such a jerk. He's a jerk. <laughs> jerk. 
<laughs> my dad was my best friend. Love that guy. Hey, all right, tonight's game winner. What was your your best? Nobody. We got nothing. Wow. Apparently, uh, a lot of people got some coal in their stockings oh, for Christmas. I thought that would be like a layup. What was the best thing you got for Christmas? We're gonna tell Wes. Wes, you were a terrible lead-in for the game winner. <laughs> well, apparently, have you heard those? Uh, have you heard those? Um, Divorce attorney commercials yeah. running in Atlanta radio. Oh. Get divorce papers under the Christmas tree, right? Did your wife serve you for Christmas? Hey, man, uh, 404-741-0929. What was your best Christmas gift? The Christmas gift you enjoyed the most. Okay, let's try that again. I mean, I, I thought this would be one of the easiest ones to fill up the phone lines, but again, I'm not sure what's going on. I do know that half of the... Uh, Half of the uh, parking garage today was uh, was empty, so a lot of folks are off. So I never have a regular off for this entire week. Drive time audience. We got Hudson. Hey man, you're in the game, bro. Happy holidays. What'd you get? Hey. Hey. What's up? What'd you get? What did you get? I got Christmas? an Oculus and a basketball ball. Awesome. That sounds cool. Well, congratulations and Merry Christmas. Hey, put the kid on the radio. Put the kid on the radio. That's cute. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. I remember, um, you know, I, I did the steakhouse. He does his three strikes questions. Right. I came up with these epic questions. Didn't get one call, but that's during the holiday week. So nobody's on the road. <laughs> Chris, I, I was so crestfallen. But, again, but, but our audience, a lot of our listeners are too occupied driving. Uh, hey, man. <laughs> what would you get, Chris? What did Santa bring you? Hey, man. Hey, man. If this is obviously uh, Rob and Mike, the crumbling of Christmas, you're seeing it unfold <laughs> on tonight's game winner. Oh, dear. <laughs> But uh, I'm going sentimental like Chris, man. Uh, my 13-year-old and 11-year-old niece finally understood what it was to buy their uncle a present. I got two $25 gift cards, so it's 
you know, Christmas is not dead. The younger generation understands, nice. man. There Have a great go. one. Thanks, brother. Yeah, I've, I've told this story a few times. i got to be delicate now because someone will get triggered when I tell this story. Oh, Chris dear. has already got his finger on the dump button. The first time I was old enough to buy a gift for my mom, I had a paper route. I had a New York Newsday. Was it, back then, you had afternoon newspapers. Right. I had a paper route. And so I had about, like, 40 bucks, and I saved up, and I went to the store, and I went to the mall, and there were some stores that were really crowded. And there was one store that wasn't really crowded. I was like, wow, look at this. There's nobody in here. So I got my Uh-oh. mom. I'm like, let's see. I was like, a, you know, at that time, I was like a 14, 16, right? Remember Sears? You're like a 12, 14, right, a 14, right. 16. That's so right. I was like a size 14, 16. I go, well, mom's about as tall as I am. I guess mom's like a 14. I bought her a dress at Lane Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those who don't know, Lane Bryant was the large woman's yeah, store. That is for the beautiful Rubenesque yes. women who deserve love, too. <laughs> and so it's Christmas morning, and we're all doing the presents. And my dad's like all proud. He's like, got the, you know, he's got the two-part VHS. Remember the VHS camera one you put over your shoulder? He goes, look, uh, Jane, Mike got something for you with his own money from the paper route. My mom's so excited, she opens it up. She pulls it out. The dress is like the size of a flag. <laughs> and she goes, Lane Bryant, is that what you think I am? My old man couldn't stop. He still, to the day he died, he laughed about me buying Mama From Lane From the Mama Cass collection, right? I thought you, I did. I, now, by deductive reasoning, it made sense. I just didn't realize hey. I was in the big size store. <laughs> hey, man, who's up next? Justin, hey, man, what did Santa bring you, bro? What you got? Hey, man. Hey, man. So, uh. I'm married with like four kids now, so I really didn't get anything for Christmas. But I wanted to share the best thing I ever got for Christmas. Go right ahead. So I think I was like seven or eight right. in 1990, 91, and I got a He-Man little suit with a sword and a Ghostbuster backpack with the little <laughs> thing that shoots out and you could trap the ghost. And I was He-Man and a Ghostbuster in the yard all day long. It was amazing. I'll never forget it. That's outstanding. What was your best gift as a kid the time your father was around? Uh, the evil Knievel thing. You wind, yes. wound it up. The uh, thing yes. you can jump thing. So we put Barbie on there with him. And Barbie was a lot bigger than evil. Right. It'd be like you dating Brittany Griner. That was a size <laughs> difference. But, but, of course, still, we had evil Knievel right. taking some liberties with Barbie. That that's was- what you did as kids. <laughs> Evil Knievel's bar uh, groping the Barbie. The greatest, honestly, the greatest Christmas I ever had. I got that Evil Knievel. It came with the, the hit like a camper, and you would little ramps. Yes. And you had multiple motorcycles. Chris, yes. it was a different time. We got one more. Are we out of here. <laughs> uh, the drawbacks of terrestrial radio. If this is satellite radio, we can let that fly. <laughs> now, if you're if you're listening online, I'm never sure what gets through or what doesn't get through. <laughs> but here I am. I just had ten days vacation, having a great day. I'm having I'm in a fabulous mood. Falcons, are you feeling good about the radio? You know, despite the loss to the Ravens, you and I are having a great show today. Yeah, we're having fun. <laughs> Literally, the Grinch who stole the game winner, and you didn't get to hear it. I'm 54, and I don't give a blank about Christmas. Uh, Chris, Chris says we're going to try for redemption with Dano. Hey, man, what's up, Dano? What's you get for Christmas? Hey, man. Hey, man. Uh, I, got a, I got a House of Guitars t-shirt from an old buddy I've known for years. Nice. And uh, that was the world-famous place to go in Rochester. Nice. They had all the rock stars there. And if you look online, there's a picture of Eddie Van Halen, uh, guitarist from Queen, and the guitarist from Black Sabbath. And he's wearing a House of Guitars t-shirt probably late 70s, early 80s, I'm thinking. Nice. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I love the classic rock bars. Tony Iommi and Brian May. Wow.
Yeah, man, and uh, Becky did get me. I thank her. She got me the Guns N' Roses, the uh, Use Your Illusions 1 and 2 box set, which is a pretty cool. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.